Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And in Virginia, on the outer loop from Eisenhower to the Wilson Bridge, Heading in on the 14th Street Bridge, volume delays. Heading outbound of the 14th Street Bridge, crash delays. Uh, the backup building once again after the passage of a motorcade. The crash was just before the 14th Street Bridge, bottlenecking traffic. Again, that motorcade has come inbound. Most of the stoppages should have been released, including along the Anacostia River on D.C. and Interstate 295. A southbound incident south of East Capitol Street should be on the shoulder. Back in Virginia, GW Parkway southbound past the airport, one broken down on the right. And our traffic center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years under new windows. WindowNation.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast now from Steve Rudin. Scattered showers moving through the remainder of the evening along with patchy fog. Temperatures in the 50s and 60s. Our temperatures will drop into the 50s overnight with areas of dense fog by early tomorrow morning. Any lingering showers draw to a close. Clouds will eventually give way to added sunshine. Temperatures in the 60s and lower 70s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, now we're at 61 in the nation's capital. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Why the owner of the Wizards and Capitals says a move to Alexandria for the teams is the right call. I'm Mike Marilla. Well, much more short term. The Wizards have just removed their head coach, put in an interim guy who will coach the team tonight. The lack of wins is the reason. Where you'll feel the impact of Maryland's transportation budget cuts, literally. I'm John Doman. D.C.'s Fire and EMS is about to deploy a new life-saving strategy to bring critical care to trauma scenes. I'm Kate Ryan. Former President Trump returns to court tomorrow for closing arguments in the E. Jean Carroll defamation damages trial. We'll go in-depth with The Hill in just a few. 7 o'clock. Alabama to do first U.S. execution using nitrogen gas. There are a number of ways that this could go horribly. One-day safety stand-down at Boeing. Pausing production of its 737 MAX aircraft. Capitol Hill National Security Bill negotiations. The clock is ticking so loud you can hear it resonate off the marble walls. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Alabama is set to become the first state to execute a convicted killer with nitrogen gas. Pastor Jeff Hood is inmate Kenneth Smith's spiritual advisor. This execution team has botched three executions in recent years. So we're talking about uh, the most incompetent execution squad in our country. Smith was convicted in the 1988 murder-for-hire killing of Elizabeth Sennett. I'm Peter King. Elizabeth Sennett's son, Mike, says Kenneth Smith has never apologized to him or his brother, and that Smith has been in prison for twice as long as he knew his mom. His brother, Chuck, says Smith has to pay for what he's done. When he hears about Smith's possible suffering during the execution, he says, quote, he didn't ask mama how to suffer, they just did it. Boeing CEO spends a second day on Capitol Hill meeting with lawmakers as the company addresses safety issues. Here's CBS's Natalie Brand. Boeing ordered a safety stand-down on Thursday, pausing production of its 737 MAX aircraft at its Washington facility near Seattle. This comes more than three weeks after a door panel of a 737 MAX 9 blew off during an Alaskan Airlines flight over Oregon. The airline says an inspection afterwards found loose bolts on many of its Boeing MAX 9. 
Alaska Airlines tells CBS its first 737 MAX 9 passenger flight is expected to happen tomorrow afternoon. United anticipates scheduled service resuming Sunday. Former President Trump was on and off the witness stand in a New York courtroom in less than three minutes today in the defamation damages case of writer E. Jean Carroll. CBS's Errol Barnett says of Trump's testimony. His lawyer asked him if he stands by what he said in the deposition video. He says he does. She also asked him if he intended or instructed anyone to harm Miss Carroll after she made public her sexual assault claim, and he said no. U.S. Senate negotiations on a national security supplemental bill are to continue over the weekend. Republicans want to secure the U.S.-Mexico border. Democrats want aid for Ukraine and Israel. CBS's Scott McFarland. The closer we get to congressional primaries and election day, the harder any big deal becomes. And Senate Republicans who are closely aligned with former President Trump say this is just a non-starter for them, even when they do see this thing on paper. The U.S. economy grew at a 3.3% pace in the fourth quarter, beating expectations. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 243 points. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP, Thursday evening, January 25th, 2024. DuPont Circle at 61 degrees. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The owner of the Wizards and Capitals is taking his case for moving the teams from D.C. to Alexandria right to the fans. Just last month, Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin announced this partnership and plan to move the teams across the Potomac to a $2 billion sports complex at Potomac Yard. The reaction from fans and D.C. area residents alike has been a mixed bag. A lot of concerns about traffic and congestion on the Virginia side of the river and on the D.C. side. A lot of people unhappy to lose the business generated by these teams at Capital One Arena. WTOP's Mike Marillo has more. Well, he says the Capitals and Wizards belong to the entire DMV in an email the fans, the owner of Monumental Sports, Ted Leonsis, says not only will the move give fans a state-of-the-art arena, the Potomac Yard Entertainment District will provide the teams with the space needed to make championship contenders. He also says with 44% of the fans for both teams living in Virginia, the site will be more accessible for fans with Metro Car and even water taxi access. On Capital One Arena, he says, the needs of downtown Washington, D.C. and its businesses and residents are significant and challenging for the city but says Monumental looks to be a part of the area's next renaissance, as he calls it. Virginia would own the new arena in a public-private partnership. It's a plan lawmakers still need to green light. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Meantime, big changes for the Wizards tonight, even as they've started their game or are about to here against the Utah Jazz. Wes Unseld Jr. is out as head coach. Assistant Brian Keefe will serve as interim head coach. Wizards radio play-by-play voice and WTOP sports director emeritus Dave Johnson joined us to talk about this transition. The reasoning that was given to me was they were just looking for a new voice to kind of maximize discovery of player abilities and and also some stylistic options for the teams going forward. So it's not necessarily an indictment of anything that Wes Unsell Jr. was not doing right or wrong. It's just the determination that they felt at this point, halfway through this season, they had to make a change. It is legitimate transitioning to a, a front office role. So it's it's not the traditional firing in a sense. The team is saddled with the second worst record in the NBA. They've lost 10 of their last 11 games. As we mentioned, the Jazz are in town tonight. We'll keep you updated on all the sports here at 25 and 55. For months, leaders in Maryland have been saying money is tight. That message came through loud and clear 
as members of the Prince George's County Council heard about where the state will and won't have money to spend. WTOP's John Doma. The big hit comes from the $650 million cuts to Maryland State Highway's State of Good Repair funding, money that's used to resurface roads around the region. That does lead to less driver comfort and lower service level conditions of the road. Will Pines is SHA's administrator. He also told the council it restricts our ability to replace aging uh, critical maintenance equipment like dump trucks, tractor mowers, and bucket trucks that are beyond the replacement cycle. A new interchange at Medical Center Drive is also being deferred, though the design of that interchange has been criticized for not being pedestrian or bike-friendly. So this buys time in Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. You would have to pay $500 if you're a gun owner in Virginia and you leave a handgun on a car seat or other areas visible to others. The Virginia Senate in Richmond passed such legislation tonight, creating this $500 civil penalty. The Virginia Mercury reports it's an effort by Democratic lawmakers to stem what they call an epidemic of guns being stolen from cars. It still needs to pass in the House of Delegates and is in danger of a veto from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. 707. When someone has been shot or in an accident or has an illness and is in desperate need of blood, there's one treatment that can help save a life if it's done early. D.C. Fire and EMS is getting ready to roll out a new strategy that would have paramedics giving patients blood on the way to the hospital. D.C. Fire and EMS Chief John Donnelly says having trained paramedics able to carry out transfusions before a patient arrives at a hospital is being introduced in D.C. It's a strategy used in other areas like Loudoun County. We've watched what they've done. We've learned from them. And I think we're ready to bring this high level of care to our patients. Dr. David Vickberg, Assistant Medical Director with D.C. Fire and EMS, says the mortality rate for trauma patients who've suffered severe blood loss is high, 20%. Reducing death from hemorrhage is an area where we have the potential to make a profoundly positive impact on patient outcomes in the district. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, what is Dill Dinkers and why is it expanding? 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. And the district still heavy and slow on 395 South from the 3rd Street Tunnel, getting to a point before the 14th Street Bridge. Be alert for that crash and those delays that are still there. And southbound DC 295, heavy and slow, getting to a point just after East Capitol Street. Some sort of incident there is blocking at least one of the lanes. And right now in Virginia, southbound on the George Washington Parkway, near Four Mile Run, just south of the airport, there is one stopped in the roadway that is reported to be along the right side. In Haymarket, northbound on 15 at Waverly Farm Road, there's a crash just south of 234 on 66. Traffic continues to run well. Just a brief slowdown here and there. In fact, that's pretty much cleared out. Outer loop delay starts at about Telegraph to the Wilson Bridge. 395 and 95 are good to go in Maryland. 95 northbound, uh, slow from 200. There was a crash uh, along the right side after 198. And Baltimore, Washington Parkway is doing okay. 270, uh, heaviest up through Montgomery Village, yet on the northbound side at 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That's pretty quiet. WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. 
Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist Steve Rudin tonight. Cloudy skies, scattered showers, and areas of fog for the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. Showers become more and more limited after midnight as temperatures settle into the 50s. That's well above normal for this time of year. Keep in mind our average high for this date is around 45 degrees. Tomorrow, any morning showers will give way to brighter skies. Just how quickly our skies brighten will determine how warm it gets for the day. Highs right now projected to be in the 60s to lower 70s. We're cooler on Saturday with increasing clouds in the 50s. And by Sunday, it's a big football game in Baltimore. It's going to be cold considering the time of year in the 40s with pockets of moderate to heavy rain. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle 61, Germantown 58, Annandale 61 degrees. And temperatures with all this fog and areas of rain, of course, dropping into the 50s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40, past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. The government's first estimate on fourth quarter economic growth pegs GDP at an annual rate of 3.3% last quarter. That means 2.5% for all of last year. New home sales rose 8% in December. Two-thirds of home builders gave buyers incentives. Indoor pickleball court operator Dill Dinkers is expanding nationwide with franchises, including 10 in Northern Virginia. The company already has four corporate-owned locations in Maryland. The Dow rallied 243 points Thursday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets higher so far with Australia's ASX 200 up about half a percent. Coming up here on WTOP, what was going on in court with Donald Trump testifying in one of his trials? He only spoke for about three minutes, maybe less than that, and his words were closely monitored by the judge who was admonishing the former president. We'll go in-depth in a few minutes. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. January is Poverty Awareness Month. Did you know that the poverty rate in the United States is 11.5%, with nearly 38 million people living in poverty? Especially as we begin a new year, we must remember to pray for and to act in support of our brothers and sisters in need, those who go to bed hungry, those who face financial hardships in paying bills or putting food on the table for their families, those who long for warmth, those who are unemployed or underemployed. We are reminded in sacred scripture that whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. May we resolve that this be the year we truly hear the cry of the poor and commit to help them always. Coming up a little later this half hour, you know those new Tesla cyber trucks that look like they're bulletproof? We will share with you the surprising instructions about keeping the exterior clean. That's later this half hour on WTOP. For more than 60 years, CACI has built a powerful ecosystem of distinctive expertise and innovative technology. With industry-leading software as a pillar of strength, CACI's agile at-scale methodologies modernize and transform government applications while delivering efficiencies and automation. As the federal government seeks new ways to maximize the benefits of digital transformation, CACI offers limitless possibilities to future-proof government. Visit CACI.com ASF. 
A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? The body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 714, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Former President Donald Trump testified for a total of less than three minutes at a New York trial where an advice columnist seeks more than $10 million in defamation damages against him. Mr. Trump took the stand in his own defense in Manhattan Federal Court. Writer E. Jean Carroll says Trump ruined her reputation after she accused him of raping her in the mid-90s in a dressing room at a Manhattan department store. Closing arguments in all of this are tomorrow. And joining us live right now, Zach Schoenfeld, courts and legal reporter for The Hill. Welcome back, Zach, and good to hear from you again. What did the former president say in that short time that he was on the stand? Well, inside the courtroom today in Manhattan, it was really over in the blink of an eye. The former president only answering a few questions. And after the president, former president, uh, began his answers, directly answering it and then tried to expand upon his answers, the judge cut him off after a few words and struck uh, what he was trying to say from the record. Uh, So it was over from the time he took the oath to when he was excused by the judge. It was all said and done in about three minutes. So uh, one quote that we have is he said, I just wanted to defend myself, my family, and the presidency. Did the judge allow that to to go on the record? The, the judge did allow that first part to go on the record. And the question there was approved by the judge in advance. Trump's lawyer had asked him uh, to, to basically explain uh, why he was making these these statements back in 2019 when Eugene Carroll had first come forward with these accusations. Trump both on the White House South Lawn uh, as he was heading out on Marine One, also uh, in a written statement that he had given. Uh, Alina Haba, Trump's lawyer, had asked him to explain those statements. Uh, so it was just that one sentence reply before uh, the judge cut him off and said no more could go into the record. Uh, The other thing that we heard from Trump today on the stand, uh, Alina Haba also asked Trump uh, if he stood by his deposition in the case in which he uh, gave sworn uh, testimony uh, that he uh, had never met Carol uh, and that she was making up her accusations. Trump simply responded 100% that he stands by it. And I know I'm being super specific here, Zach, but what was he trying to say that prompted the judge to cut him off? Well, a lot of the rhetoric that we've seen from former President Trump in public in recent days uh, has been denying E. Jean Carroll's claims. However, inside the courtroom in these cases, those issues have already been decided. There was a jury last year that convened and found that Trump was liable for sexual abuse. So that means for this trial, it's quite a narrow one. Instead of figuring out whether Trump is liable for defamation, the judge already ruled that because of that verdict last year, that his statements denying Carroll's story were false, made with actual malice, 
almost and defamatory. So the jury here is just deciding how much the check is going to be uh, that Trump is going to have to write Eugene Carroll. So it's really a narrow trial, and Trump is not able to relitigate all of these issues that he's been trying to make, at least in the court of public opinion. From the uh, legal experts that you uh, speak with in the course of your reporting, is it expected then that Donald Trump may have to pay another $10 million to Eugene Carroll? That is certainly a strong possibility. Eugene Carroll is asking this jury to bring back a verdict of at least $10 million in damages. But that does not include punitive damages. So, for example, if you remember back to the end of last year when Rudy Giuliani went to trial for a defamation trial and had to pay $148 million, a lot of that big number that came out was punitive damages. So I think there is a possibility that not only is it $10 million, we'll have to see what number that jury comes back with on the punitive damages side, which could potentially make it much more than $10 million. And a final word here. As he was leaving the courtroom, Donald Trump was heard repeatedly saying, this is not America. This is not America. Does this extend his new habit of making these courtroom appearances almost like the political rallies of old? I think so. You know, he was giving that remark as he was leaving the courtroom. At that point, the jury had already left for the day, and it was just Trump, some court staff, and about 20 reporters uh, who were in the room. So as Trump was slowly walking out of the courtroom, he actually looked to us as he said that quote. Uh, so I think definitely, especially on remarks like that, he definitely knows that he's not only playing to the jury in these cases in terms of the legal aspect, but he's also playing to the media and uh, trying to litigate these cases out in public view, of course, with the backdrop of all of this being his presidential campaign. Thank you for taking us inside that courtroom today, Zach. We'll talk again soon. Good to be with you. Yeah, thank you, Zach Schoenfeld there. He's courts and legal reporter for The Hill on the closing arguments tomorrow in this uh, second phase of the defamation trial involving Eugene Carroll and Donald Trump. This is the damages portion. We'll keep you updated on WTOP. Top stories here. The owner of the Caps and Wizards makes a direct case to the public about why he thinks moving the team to Alexandria would be beneficial. And Alabama preparing to carry out the first U.S. execution by nitrogen gas. Stay with us. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks and Bob Imler in the traffic center. Still working on the crash in the district on southbound 395. Before you get to the 14th Street Bridge, still a little bit slow from the 3rd Street Tunnel. Now, listener on... 295, D.C. 295, southbound after East Capitol, whatever was there, he says, has been cleared. And uh, in Maryland, on uh, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you're doing all right. Brief volume delays, 95 north does slow a bit. Getting up through Laurel, had a crash on the right side, northbound on 95 after 198. And on 270, still a bit of a slowdown getting up to Watkins Mill through Montgomery Village. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, that is running well. On the Beltway, on the inner loop between Tyson's and 270, a couple of slow spots here and there, but nothing reported in the roadway. On 66, we're running pretty freely. 395 and 95 all but cleared out. Outer loop slows briefly at the Wilson Bridge. And in Haymarket, the crash uh, near Waverly Farms, northbound on Bridge 15. That's south of 234 on northbound side of 15. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Steve Rudin. Now, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Scattered showers moving through the remainder of the evening along with patchy fog. Temperatures in the 50s and 60s. Our temperatures will drop into the 50s overnight with areas of dense fog by early tomorrow morning. Any lingering showers draw to a close. Clouds will eventually give way to added sunshine. Temperatures in the 60s and lower 70s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, let's take a look here at Alexandria, 61 degrees, Penn Quarter, 61, Columbia, 57, 
Parts of our area could be down to the lower 50s. Dense fog advisory in the area now until 1 a.m., 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. And we are brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Stay with us here on WTOP. We'll take a look at those new Tesla trucks that came out. Not many of them built, but... You may be surprised at maybe how sensitive their exterior is. Stay with us. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a serious heart condition. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. My HCM impacted how I felt and what I could do. So I asked my cardiologist about treatment advances that gave me new options. That conversation was big for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com to learn more. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. Good to have you here, 722. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Special Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 1035 FM. 723. It is good to have your company tonight here on WTOP. Two Maryland men face charges for their role in the murder of a local professional boxer. 24-year-old Anwar the Silent Assassin Wingate, as he was called. 20-year-old Javon Thomas, 19-year-old LeVar Hunter, were arraigned in court today on account of first-degree murder while armed for this killing last November that happened during an armed robbery. Investigators say the murder happened inside a parking garage on 8th Street Northwest. Wingate was shot in the neck after prosecutors say he tried to fight off the two men who jumped him. Both Thomas and Hunter were arrested yesterday morning. They have pleaded not guilty. Human trafficking is an underreported crime, but Montgomery County is hoping to change that during Human Trafficking Awareness Month. It is happening right here in our own backyard. Jody Finkelstein, executive director of Montgomery County's Commission for Women, said that many people don't realize human trafficking is happening locally. It's just very underreported. It can happen in people's homes. It can happen in hotels. It can happen in business establishments. There were about 30 reported cases last year, but they said this is probably much lower than the actual number. They're working on educating police police, fire departments, and schools on how to see the signs, as well as cracking down on local businesses that may be facilitating human trafficking. It can happen to men, it can happen to women, it can happen to children as well. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Well, the Tesla Cybertruck might be bulletproof, but its kryptonite seems to be bird poop. A section of the owner's manual is trending on social media. It's instructing new owners of the stainless steel truck 
promoted as having impervious glass and a rust-proof body to immediately scrub off any burn.